Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Spoiler Force Podcast. You can find all episodes on any podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and watch episodes on YouTube. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and make sure to follow Spoiler Force on all social media platforms at Spoiler Force Podcast. Before we begin this episode, I want to thank the Spoiler Force patrons for their patronage. Thank you to Mong Her, Orion Vang, Lur Su Yang, and Yilang Lee. Thank you guys for the support. This is Erica Harlicker, and you're watching Spoiler Force. All right, so this is episode 123 of Spoiler Force Podcast. My name is Ricky, and thank you for tuning in. Uh, so this week's episode is based on the Akon or Project Akon, Akon episode 31. Uh, we are Akon experience that we had this past weekend. Uh, so originally, we were going to have uh, our, my cousin Bobby on here too, but he had something come up last minute. Um, so it's okay. Uh, Michael was there as well. Um, Bobby just helped me with the uh, interview with uh, Stefan Schweitz. So that uh, I wanted to get Bobby's like uh, thoughts on that. But then it's okay. Um, if you haven't, uh, that interview will probably be out before, um, before or after this episode. I, I, I got the audio and everything like down now. I, I synced it all up. I just have to edit it fit like um, visibly so that it'll look a little bit more appealing. Um, that's like my first time doing any like any press interview at a at a convention. So shout out to Akon and the press team to Nadia for this experience. Um, you know, th th this past weekend, you know, it, as hectic as it was overall, it was a very great and very like a big learning experience and just doing press, talking to artists, um, voice actors, cosplayers and all that stuff. But yeah, man. So we'll, we'll just start with, uh, with Friday, man. Um, I, I left work early on Friday to get there. They pick a press ticket, uh, the, not press tickets, but the press passes. So uh, me and Bobby went and um, we pretty much just sat out there, got to parking. And my God, dude, parking on Friday and Saturday were freaking hell. Um, and what's funny is like me and Bobby got lucky with parking on the third floor. And so uh, whenever we got up there on Friday and Saturday, every time we got up there, someone backed out. Oh no, Michael, you drove on Saturday, but when Bobby drove drove me, when I took Bobby, someone backed out and we were able to take that spot on the on the third <laughs> floor. Um, but yeah, man, like Friday was was just you know going in there, experiencing the con, just getting a feel of the floor. Um, we did miss one panel that I wanted to. Well, I didn't want to go to, but we did miss one panel, which was the Demon Slayer one. That one was like in the early afternoon, so we missed that one. I think uh, Mark Witten was in it. Uh, I'm not sure if Erica Harlacker was in it, but I know I know Mark was in there. Um, but we met, we missed that one, which is okay. Uh, you got there, and then we put me and Bobby pretty much waited for you, and then we just browsed the the exhibitor hall pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah. So Friday, I uh, I couldn't get off work as early as I wanted to, so I was man, I was. Friday was just a huge like hit the ball running. I was just busy at work, and then. <laughs> And I got really lucky. And funny you mentioned parking because I got really lucky. Uh, yeah, you parked um, in the third floor too, right? No, I parked in the the other garage. So I pulled in. And, oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. And that's then right. the guy taking the the 
the cars coming in came up and asked me like you know hey uh what are you here for i'm like i'm here for akon the convention over there and he says oh we're not taking uh parking for that event and i said what if i'm not going to akon <laughs> <laughs> and he's like well what are you here for i'm like this is a show at toyota tonight right he's like yeah i'm like i'm here for that <laughs> he's like okay go ahead <laughs> he, was, he was real cool about it he was real cool so i got really lucky but that's about all the luck i got on that day because man we i met you you guys at bar louis and they oh, yeah. were not bar louis ready busy for the amount of people that are in that area so um i think i sat down we were there for like two hours it felt like um and i Probably. i got zero service like um no one asked me for water no one asked me for drinks so um yeah. it took us a while to even because like that. that's where we met um we met oscar ty and the their friend that dressed up as isadori i think his name was Julian. yeah yeah we met mm-hmm. them there and then bobby bought them rounds because they were waiting too so like we yeah just like this shots together and like we're waiting you know so uh but yeah you know it's funny that you mentioned show i, I did want to mention this as well friday i want we we intended to stay friday because of fauna and that's our they, reason for kind of going and, and because they weren't there oh my god like like nothing against akon for that I, we get it visas and all the traveling stuff now that it's just situation wise it sucked it, it really sucks because as big miss kobayashi's dragon maid fans their their openings for season one and two are the reason why we wanted to go see them live <laughs> don't get me wrong their music's good but i wanted to see them live because of that <laughs> of course of course I mean, you, you probably you heard it in the, uh, or I guess we did talk about it a little on the the pre, uh, um, the the pre live stream that we did. Um, oh yeah, we did mention a little bit about it there, but yeah, we're 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 pretty big. Okay, not big fans of of them. I, I've heard some of their other music, but we just we just wanted to weave out to to Kobayashi Dragon made music. So yeah, um, I, I just wanted to see them live just because. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I have their music on my phone too like just because i listened to a few of their tracks like i just that would have been such a great experience and plus lately i've been getting a lot of miss kobayashi merch or like a lot of prints because i got to meet leah clark at collecticon so like mm-hmm. i've been on this uh i guess like this restartup of like binging miss kobayashi's dragon maid again and just watching the show and so for anyone who's for anyone who's listening please if you have not checked out that show yet please do it is fantastic i've talked about it constantly in these like so on several episodes and have not even made time to make that a topic for an episode yet so i i still got to do that um but yeah they they have the artists and like other uh, musicians in the back of of akon like where you like on friday they let us ent- enter on the side right it wasn't where we went on saturday and sunday because yeah I, I i um i didn't realize that so when you guys got there first did you go through those the side door as well yeah Yep, yep. Okay, uh, I guess where, they, where, they probably rerouted everyone because they didn't realize how just how many it. people were there. Well, yeah, because like oh. that walkway, when you walk straight into the doors after you get your badge, your, your mm-hmm. not your badge, but your bags checked, there you know, like when you walk into the escalators are on your left. Yeah, that whole area out there, yeah. And so like you could just walk into those side doors, which is meant for exiting, but then they open it for entry. So um, that was on Friday. So like when you walk in there on that back side, on the right side, if you're going through those doors, that's where all the like the musicians and the vocal booths and the the recording area was at, and so I think that's where Fauna could have been at had they been there. But mm-hmm. man, I'm in a way I'm glad they weren't there because that area would have been 
swamped. So as 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 packed as it was at Acon on the whole weekend, like it was kind of glad that they weren't there because like it would have been even more hectic just waiting in line. And, and I, I guess we could just start off with this, right? So, you know, when I say Acon 2022 experience, I'm talking about everything, pros and cons. Now, I'm not going to bash on the venue or the event people who, who held the event. But what did suck, though, or what wasn't great was just it was just so swamped in those aisles. You know, Artist Alley, everyone was right next to each other, shoulder to shoulder. And even with masks and, and hand sanitizer, it was very, very crowded. And it just shows you how, how big this event was for everyone who wanted to come by. And I, I just... For me, I just wish that the, I guess the floors could have been utilized a little bit better. Um, that fourth floor, no one really, they, I know they did like, they put some autographs for voice actors up there. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wish they could have used that, utilized that area a little bit more to kind of just space out the artist. Putting everyone on the main floor, it was just very, very hectic. And yeah. you know, so some people at conventions don't shower, they don't put on deodorant. And there's a lot of, uh, Smelly body smells, <laughs> uh, organic smells coming from the floor. Um, but yeah, but, but I mean, that's probably I'll, the worst of what I have to say. I'll, I'll say my two cents about it. Like I, I, I kind of get. I kind of just played it out in my head. Well, what if they put some of the the what if they put the voice actors and the uh, guests on the top floor? I mean, that's a good showroom for them. But then, really, whoever they put on the top floor is kind of gonna get screwed over a little because uh again my biggest issue with the event is there was only one as like is is a a two-way escalator uh one up and one down but that was the only way to get up and down if you were handicapped there was an elevator available for you but they started to have to um cut people off from going up and down the escalators because it apparently it it shut down a couple times because the amount of people that were on there kind of messed it up yeah so um that was one of the biggest issues and like okay so when you go when you have in order to get to the i mean we didn't really go into that but if you wanted to go into the cafe there you have to go to the second floor the cafe is on the second floor um then you have to go up to the third floor then down right back down the escalator back to the second just to get on the other side of the ropes and it it just it was very claustrophobic that whole area over there so um the venue itself isn't isn't bad. Uh, I just think it's probably not the best uh, suited for you know uh, an event this big. Um, and you know it was the fir- their first time at this uh, th- at this venue. Um, honestly, I don't know if there has been another. Um, I'm not too. I don't know all the uh, anime events, but I don't think they have had another anime uh, convention at that location. So I I'm hoping um that they don't go back there (laughs) um it's just it 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 was very um uncomfortable and for how big the venue was the floor itself was actually rather small um but again overall it was a great experience it was just kind of like the nitpicks um and when you're dealing with that you can't help but feel we're, we're just being honest you can't help but like feel this at least once or twice at the very minimum when you're on the floor bumping shoulder to shoulder and i had my backpack Not just and i was constantly con, right? like, getting like, like any any con you go to any major yeah. convention you go to even when i went to expo it was hell like mm-hmm. it's just there's so much to do and then there's 
you know, there's so much space you can utilize. But like I said, I, I kind of wish they could have just utilized that fourth floor or even even the third floor. You know, the third floor, they, they had panels and everything. But like they could have yeah. spaced everything out a little bit better. You know, maybe I don't know. I, I, I get it I, to an artist standpoint and to like a like, like a guest standpoint. If you have a lot of shit to carry or a lot of things to bring going up and down like that, like that's hectic, you know? Yeah. But I, I, if you have four floors, make the best of all four floors. Honestly. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. And I'll be honest. I think that really was the best that they were going to be able to do. That's just just how what I think, because, like, again, Let's say they put the 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 guests on the on the fourth floor, and then everyone has to go up there, and then it's gonna get packed up there because everyone's going up there to see the the, the guests. Um, when in reality, the get all the guests really only took up like just that last back row of it. Um, and then there, the third floor. Like, I think if anything, they should have known, or not should have known, but I think when they realized like which certain guests were getting like the crazy lines. Maybe mm-hmm. isolate that to the fourth floor. Yeah, I mean they should kind of know who's gonna get the most guests anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen we've seen those lines. Like we we knew who they were there for most of the time. Yeah, and they were busy all weekend, the, which is insane. Yeah, and then they they're inside the floor. There was a line which you had to be in the back corner. That's yeah. where the line was. Then they would send you up front. Uh, in another it, line, yeah, it was just very. <laughs> um, I mean, they 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 did a good job. The the volunteers they did a, did a good yeah. job organizing and uh you know people working the event. They did they did a good job at crowd control, which was mm-hmm. good. Um, but like I said though, it's just it's nothing that they could do when it comes to the amount of people being there. It's just going to like walking up and down Artist Alley like that. It was just you know it was just so it, narrow. At, yeah, you know, I mean, like it was just that. That's if anything, that's the only takeaway I would like nitpick at this event. Not like. I mean, not taking away the the overall overall great experiences. That was just the only thing I would, if anything, would complain about was just that Artist Alley was hectic, and um, yeah, you know, and it's not the, like I said, it's not the venue, it's not the people working there. It's the it's the people there, the attendees. Like people were like yeah. on their phones in the middle of the floor, like yeah. move, like keep, you know, like in White Chicks where like he has to go to the bathroom and and Marlon's like move, bitch, you know, it's like. Like that. That's how I felt. You're like move. Like go. You know. Like don't stand in the middle of the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what can you do with that though? Because uh, I don't know. All <laughs> I'm gonna say is like I I know Bobby's probably gonna listen to this. Um, thanks for the apple juice. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the the apple juice with cinnamon and then uh, yeah the cinnamon apple juice that was with the, packaged in a water bottle yeah 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 no, uh, no, the very appreciative if, if we didn't have that I probably wouldn't have I probably that loosened me up more yeah, yeah that loosened me up so I, I wasn't as bad but um I felt kind of bad though I felt kind of self conscious a little bit because like I thought my breath kind of <laughs> stank. But, oh, dude, like, okay, you're worried about your breath when there's a lot of people who, like, don't know what shampoo or shower is for that weekend, so. I know, it's just, but, like, dude, I, I was sweating, like, hell that weekend, too, man. I felt so, like, embarrassed when, like, I would take pictures of people and, like, you know, they put your hand on your shirt, and I'm just like, you know, like, even I got disgusted, I'm like, it's like, don't touch me, you it's know, gonna, like, like. It's gonna, like, peel off. Like, damp, you know, like, ooh, you know, it's just, like. I saw like when when we took the picture with uh with Ketterin, you know, she was at the Nishi Fest uh, booth, you know, and right, yeah. she she uh was it on Saturday when she was dressed as uh as Raiden, 
Mm-hmm. Like she put her hand on my shoulder. I was like, uh, I'm sweaty. You know, like I, I didn't want, I didn't want, I don't want people touching me when I'm like nasty, you know, like I get disgusted right, yeah. of myself like that. And so I'm, that's why the, I don't, I don't ever like put my arm around people no more. I just like keep my arms crossed and kind of stay like good, like six you have your, you have your pose. If you go look at all of his poses, he has the same. Me too. We, we all have like the same poses. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll lean in a little bit and smile, but then I'm not touching. I'm not making contact with people. Like I, 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 I used to, but, but now I don't. It's just like, you just got to respect people's boundaries. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I, I guess since we're talking about guests already, I mean, we, we could talk about, um, just who we met. Uh, I, I do want to start off with though. Um, like I've mentioned before, I got to interview Steph von Schweetz. Uh, she's a cosplayer like that. Again, that, that interview is that interview will drop either before or after this episode. Uh, I got, I got about a good, almost 20 minutes with her. Um, so it was really cool just to, to just talk to her like one-on-one like that and, uh, to hear her experience. And then hopefully maybe in the future, I'm going to reach out to her too, again, and, and try to get her on the podcast and just geek out about like everything pretty much. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Steph, uh, for being on the pod, uh, not podcast, but for giving me time to do the interview. Um, and the only interview, I don't know if anyone else who did press got like interviews with the voice actors or whatnot i was really hoping for that for to happen for spoiler force unfortunately it did not happen um the majority of the guests that was on my wish list were not doing any interviews so that's that, that kind of sucked but i was like you know it's whatever you know you just go there and, and and be positive and and just try to have fun but yeah it's thank you to steph for for giving me that interview um but yeah uh me and bobby got to meet her when she did the haku uh, cosplay, which I think that was probably her best one that weekend. I, with how it looked like the, her mask. I think the mask that she made made that cosplay stand out the most. Like it, because because it, it goes with the uh, the actual whole outfit, right? Not, not just the whole like she didn't cover her whole face, but she did like the bottom half, which I thought was really cool. Um, you got to meet her, right? You, we, did you meet her on Saturday, Michael, or or on Friday uh, at all? I think I think we met her both days. I think so, yeah, yeah, because we went, we, I didn't get to meet her Friday because I was, I came late and, um, <clears throat> you'd already had your interview with her. And then I met her for the first time on Saturday. I forgot what cosplay she was in. Um, but that, oh, I, I, I think took, it was a one piece one. I think, I think, I think so. Saturday was one piece and then Friday was on, I'm not gonna lie, I don't, I didn't know what the third cosplay was. I just, she just had like black and purple on or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But no, that was the first time I saw her, her merch, like her, um, Wait, her, the, the, the the plants, the executor. The executor. That's that's those, yeah. Those little plants are so cool. And then she also had those um, those those plant uh stickers. It's like a little uh, acrylic um, what are they called? Stakes uh that you put in the plant. Um, but she actually made all the uh, she inlaid in the acrylic some actual. You know, the plants and flowers that she's growing so they actually look really cool i i don't have a green thumb and i wouldn't be caught dead uh growing any kind of like plants or flowers if anything i just do like some herbs but um they look really cool um i wanted to get some i just couldn't really justify what i would use it for <laughs> um but you know they're really cool and she, she she seemed really cool too yeah she she was very oh. nice um i yeah. i enjoyed like i said i enjoyed talking to her and um 
excuse me, like one thing I do love when I speak with guests or do interviews is engagement. Like that's the one thing that I love the most when I talk to people. And she was definitely a very engaging uh, person to interview with. That's why I said, like, I can't wait to have her on the podcast because uh, she, she, she can definitely do a very good interview. So like, again, shout out to stuff for, for being able to do that. Um, I mean, did you just want to go down like, since we're on cosplay, just talk about the cosplay guests that we met there as and then move on to like the voice actors. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, like we mentioned before, we mentioned Katerin. Uh, she was at the uh the Nishi Fest booth, which was right across uh Ann Yatko and Adam MacArthur's table, which was really cool too, because like they're like the ones that we wanted to meet with like they're all next to each other. They're just too, all like, over there in that vicinity. Yeah. So it was just all right there. So we we met we met them right when they were closing on Friday. Right when the exhibitor hall closed, so we got like to take a quick picture with with her and Jenny Belly, and then I think we did the same thing on Saturday when we left. Right before we left yeah. on Saturday, we, we met them and took photos with them. And then, um, yeah, I I really liked the the Ketterin's, uh Shogun Raiden Shogun's cosplay, and then uh, Jenny Belly did a really good job doing the uh, My Dress Up Darling and your cosplay. Yeah, her your one is really good. Yeah. Um... And then on day one, she was, uh, what was her, <clears throat> was it the, the cos <laughs> cosplay exception? Cause she's cosplaying Marin cosplaying, uh, Oh, the one she, she, she's a good time. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like the, 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 the fat or whatever, the, I, I forgot. She, it was, it's the most regular, right? right? She was, no, she was the, the, the maid one, the, the, the very first cosplay that Marin did, I, I believe. I could be oh, wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Let me just double check. I I have it on my Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see you can see all the uh the selfies and pictures I I took with. There's a lot of really good cosplay, so go go check them out. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, so it was it was Madrine's first cosplay, which was that made one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Annabelle did a great job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Catherine's uh, uh, official was good too. Oh yeah, yeah. She we we talked to her and she was like. Talking about like how she was walking around the event with the <laughs> like, using one uh, eye being blind with the eye patch, eye. yeah, eye patch, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny her of her talking about that. Uh, no, and then you you met her what? Because I I didn't see them on Sunday. I I wanted to, but then I left. Yeah, I I uh, I just dropped by to uh, you know say hi. Um, and I, I bought some. You probably, I think you can probably see them. Uh, some of her uh, pictures, and she signed them. Nice. So, um, but yeah, so they were, uh, they were really good. It's really good to see them because we, we met them first at Nishi Fest, uh, yeah. a couple months ago. Uh, they're really cool. Uh, and you got to do the interviews with them. Really great, you know, short, like one minute, yeah, like not even like three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, very simple one, two, three questions and just like, all right, bye. And just left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I, I, I think they remembered, Y'all, or they remember remembered us too because uh, they mentioned. They? You know, I, I don't know. Of course, yeah. I don't think they maybe. Did. I don't know. If um, they did, then I didn't catch that. But um, I do know that uh, I spoke to Jenny Belly and uh, about their about her po podcast, podcast with uh, yeah. with Stella Chu, and uh, it's called the BLHQ podcast, I believe. Um, I just want to make sure I have that right. Um, yeah, I follow them on Spotify. So they do like, yeah, BLHQ. 
uh, podcast. So Stella Chu and Jenny Belly, they do like reviews on the stuff that they're into. Um, yeah. So when I brought that up, I thought it was, I didn't think she would react that way. When I told them that, like, hey, I listened to your podcast, I was like, oh my god, like, okay, we'll yeah. listen to that. I didn't, I wasn't expecting that reaction, but I, I, I get it when people like talk about like your episodes or people talk about li- listening to your content. Like, it, it is a good feeling, you know. So, yeah. Um, but definitely for fans who want to check it out, you can find it on Spotify. I'm pretty sure you can find it on uh, on on Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. Um, and uh, who who else did we meet? We met uh, Vivid Vision. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I met I met I met her on Saturday. I didn't get to meet her on Friday. Okay, this is funny, right? So on on Friday she was dressed as uh, Xiangling from Genshin Impact, and I missed I, it. Yeah. I, I don't know how I got that mixed up because I I think I was looking at her Instagram stories on Thursday, the day before. So I I think I must have got a, like her look mixed up on Thursday and Friday. So when I saw her at her booth, I didn't know if that was her. Plus she had the 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 Xiangling wig on, so the hair was short, and so. I didn't want to be that that person that went up to her and be like, "Hey, are you a uh, vivid vision?" Like, I, I I didn't want to do that on Friday, so I just like walked around and like circled the booth and then like left. You know, I I wasn't sure. And then on Saturday, I I spoke with her and then confirmed it with her. I was like, "Hey, you were just a Shangling yesterday, right?" She was, "Yeah, I was working at the booth all day." I'm like, "Oh my god, I feel so fucking stupid." Like I that that was her. And then uh, yeah, I. Yeah, but I didn't speak with her too long. I know she was her her table was pretty busy. She was, too, yeah, she, busy. Yeah, she was selling uh, merch like uh, stickers, which I got a few, but I don't have them with me right now. But yeah, she was she, she was like smacked up in the middle of the floor, so it's yeah. She had and it was a corner table, so there was a lot of traffic in that area. She had like t-shirts, stickers, uh, prints, uh, those little French fry keychains. I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, hey, you then, you uh, bought the the little food stickers, right? Yeah, I, I bought an Amu rice one, and then I bought like the the kind of the bigger ones. I think she had like a deal on them. I one that I think this says like pho, uh, takoyaki, sushi, and mm-hmm. Korean barbecue. So yeah, if you follow Vivid Vision, she's a big foodie. So she like she's always posting food on her uh, on her Instagram. So I, I thought that was really cool to to incorporate that into her into her merch too. Um, yeah, and then uh, we also did, did you see? Um, like, like, so there was cosplay, cosplay people that we've met at Nishi Fest or at other places that were there on Sunday, you know, mm. that they weren't guests, but they still showed up. Right, right. So well, like, we, uh, we ran into uh, Ethelrin and yeah. Stella Chu. Yeah, so. well, you pointed out Stella Chu. I, I didn't even recognize her in her bayonet costume or cosplay. Like, I didn't even recognize her. And, like, we when we exited, uh, that's when... She she exited too, and so we were like, you know, what, screw it, just ask. I was like, hey, are you still a chew? And then she's like, yeah. I was like, oh my god, I didn't even recognize you. The wigs makes you look so different. So, uh, yeah, we got pictures with her, and then yeah, running to a Thilleran, I what's funny is like when I saw a Thilleran there, um, I I literally saw her Instagram story, like she was on her way there, mm-hmm. and then right <laughs> when I got done watching her story, she was like around the corner from the table that we were at. Like I think we were walking past, uh. One of those like uh the those toy vendors and mm. she was at the other side of that table and so like it was just like coincidence like oh my god like that's a thriller right there you know so I, I i'm glad you you did and you saw the story because again when we met her at uh initi fest she was uh, harley quinn and you know she had makeup all over um so i wouldn't have known that was her uh yeah and so and being in that jester cost cosplay she was i think she wore boots or heels so she she was a little bit taller 
Mm-hmm. And so like I only recognized her because of the of what she had on her Instagram story. Had had she not post that, I don't even think I would have recognized her. And so like it, yeah, she was really cool. nice though. Like she she was very yeah, nice. She's really cool. a quick selfie with her and then uh, just walked away after. <laughs> um I mean th- I mean there's tons of cosplayers that we took photos of. You know, there was a lot of Anya's that weekend, a lot of yours. Pretty much Spy Family was a big one. Demon Slayer, uh, Genshin Impact, a bunch of Genshin players Genshin. were there. Um, there was, uh, what, the, the Ruin Hunter guy? The, the guy that had The Ruin Guard, yeah. Yeah, the Ruin Guard, yeah. He he was a big uh, a big one. A lot of fans. He was bigger, like, right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, like literally and figuratively. But even a lot of the voice actors took pictures of and with the... Ruin guard, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, there was there's always like one one or two Batman's running around the anime conventions. So whoever the, whoever they were, th- their stuff was pretty cool. Like one guy had the Batman costume down, like it looked more like the Arkham game uh, <clears throat> outfit than like the movie ones. Uh, and then was there any that that stood out to you that weekend? Uh, let me see. There are a few Dragon Maid ones. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I think that was mostly Friday. I didn't see any. Like there was only like one or two Torus that I saw. Yeah, no, I mean there were there were a lot of really really good ones. Um, and then there was one Kana. a lot of Demon Slayer ones. Yeah, yeah. Kana. Uh, man, it's just it's all a blur because <laughs> it's just it's so much happened. It was so busy. Uh, <clears throat> I missed the I missed the Barbara one in her uh some uh, oh, oh her, yeah her that was skin. on a Sunday yeah, the, that was the when summer, y'all when y'all yeah, left the, yeah. yeah that was the summer skin like right when you went back inside that's when uh, I saw her like she was walking out and so uh, me and Bobby were walking towards the the parking garage I was like wait Bobby wait I'm gonna take a quick picture of that I think she was the last person I took a photo of and mm-hmm. so like yeah her, hers was the one that stood out because a lot of the Gunshin uh, cosplayers were wearing like what you have in game like the regular skins so i mean of course there's some that were pretty creative like the made ones or like the casual genshin but uh this cosplayer i don't know who she is but she she had the summer skin for barbara which was really good Mm -hmm. uh but but yeah yeah, she's uh barbara has been like my day one healer i I know she's not meta and like I'll, i'll probably get put on a on a stake for this but uh <clears throat> but no she's I, and that's a, the, the skin i use so i really i really like that cosplay but there were a lot of uh chainsaw man ones too oh yeah chainsaw man and uh oh uh, the violet evergarden there was a lot of the, yeah uh, violet yeah, evergarden yeah. And, and sabers, which sabers. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like for fans who don't know there, there's like a meme that's on the internet like where violet evergarden like screams at the people like i'm not saber you know like so it's just it's just funny because uh, they both look alike. And then I don't did you see any jeans at all from Genshin? I thought I, 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 I saw like one or two. Like I didn't I just yeah I didn't see a lot. I, of them. I just I just know that I recently discovered there's the uh, a meme where you know it's like the three Spider-Man pointing at each other. Yeah. Said it's Jean, Violet of Garden, and uh, Saber all pointing at each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. Yeah, and I'm surprised people didn't do the Anya one because Anya has been a big meme uh on, on like on the internet like, crossing the multiverse like zoro you know oh, so, yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of manga panels with anya being inserted inserted in these like panels she, they, they they insert her into like a, a berserk panel yeah yeah so like, <laughs> like there was one meme that i saw where it was anya zoro aaron and komi 
all all together and they're like all right where, where are we going to go next you know <laughs> mm -hmm. if you want to start your own podcast like spoiler force then sign up with buzzsprout buzzsprout has helped hundreds of thousands of users like me to begin their podcasting journey with easy to use tools you can effectively get your podcast into different platforms like apple Podcasts, spotify amazon iHeartRadio, and more you can view your stats create audio clips and even have your own podcasting website buzzsprout offers ideas tips tricks and tutorials to help you improve your podcast follow the link below and once you sign up you'll get a 20 dollars amazon gift card this will let buzzsprout know that i sent you and will also support spoiler force podcast if you want a simpler way to record both video and audio for your podcast then sign up with StreamYard. StreamYard is the perfect program to create podcasts, host live streams, and even do video calls. There are many tools that can help you create and design your own personal studio. You can screen share, read live comments, and stream to different destinations like Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can also download your video and audio once you're done with your recording session. Follow the link below, and once you sign up with the basic or pro plan, you'll earn a $10 credit to use for StreamYard. Happy podcasting. But yeah, man, let's just go right to the... Uh to the voice actors. I, I guess speaking of Anya, dude, like Meg, um, Megan Shipman, the voice of Anya, the English voice, she was there. I'm so mad. I'm and, so yeah. mad that I didn't get to, like, I, I didn't see or meet her because I've been watching Spy Family um, sub, but then like, I, I, I love meeting the English dub actors as well, just to, just to see and hear where their experiences when mm -hmm. it comes to, you know, dubbing over these animes. But, uh, the only reason I knew was because Jenny Belly sh uh, posted it on Twitter, and so I, I I retweeted it. But I'm so salty that I didn't get to see her. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. So the first voice actor we met that weekend, because we met the majority of them on Friday, because we knew Saturday right, yeah. was gonna be like hell. So uh, and Adam MacArthur, right? Yeah. yeah he, oh no, you didn't get to meet. I Adam wasn't MacArthur. there, but you you yeah. you and Bobby met him, yeah, and you got the. The, the baseball cards, which yeah, I yeah. thought were really cool. Yeah, so I, I met Adam MacArthur finally in person. Um, he <clears> uh, <throat> he was really nice. You know, we, we just talked about like what we've been doing since we po did the podcast together uh, or, or last year, a little over a year ago. Like, And uh, we just talked about that. Um, talked about like just what he's been doing because he's been so busy. You know, he's trying to do like his, you know, his obviously his acting gig, but he's still training in martial arts and um, doing all like the social media stuff too. So we were just talking about that. And, um, but yeah, just kind of caught up with him. And then after I spoke with him, I, I, uh, I met Ann Yatko finally. And that was she. Okay. So shout out to Ann. If you, if you listen to this episode, shout out to Ann because she was the pretty much, if it, not just for fun, but Ann was the reason why I wanted to go to Akon. Like, had it been like uh, just anyone else at this con, I wouldn't have gone out of my way to to go here because Ann Yatko. Not only was she one of my favorite guests on my on my show, was um, but she's also like a big inspiration to me when it comes to just seeing uh, an Asian person in entertainment. And you know, we we talked. That was a topic we we touched on in the podcast we did together, and uh, that that really like sparked like my my reason to still pursue this podcasting gig. And so, you know, Anne has been very helpful. You know, she responds um, back and forth at times. You know, to, you know, we, we just kind of like say hi here and there. But meeting her finally in person instead of just like online or on Twitch, it really like just made that weekend so much better. That's why, like, I made I went out of my way all three days to at least say hi to her once. You know, she, she's such like a positive energy too. Like even yeah. just talking with her, like 
you know, she's kind of like a breath of fresh air. Um, <clears throat> just cause like you, you know, she's very enthusiastic and she just has, she just has that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I, I know that like she, for your podcast, she was like very encouraging and from listening, uh, to that podcast, it was very enlightening, um, just to get her some of her, you, she, you can tell that she pours her, her heart into the craft, um, because she's, you know, you see, at least it feels like you see her heart, uh, and how she carries herself. So I think that was very, uh, inspiring. So, um, and meeting her too, like she knew who you were, but she didn't know who me and Bobby were, but she was still really nice and really cool to us. So like, I didn't, I had my mask on, right. I didn't even think she'd recognize me. And she's like, oh, my God, Ricky. I'm like, holy, like, the, the inner geek in me, like, if I if it wasn't for me, like, trying to stay professional, like, I would have been screaming and, like, oh, my God. Like, you know, but, you know, she, we, we, she gave me a hug and, like, she even, like, hooked me up, you know, with an autograph. And, like, I felt bad. So, like, I was like, you know, and I have to, I have to support you. Like, I'm not just doing this because I want to. Like, I, I have to because this is, this is why you're here and this is why I'm here. So, like, you know, I, I got, like, two things two things or yeah two two things signed by her or three things actually yeah three things i i, I got the baseball card signed by her i got a postcard of nobara signed by her which she drew herself and then i got the Raiden shogun print signed by her and that one's done by valerie pierce who's also been on the podcast as well um but yeah you know I, and i of course i had to bring up the fact that when she was on my podcast or on, on spoiler force that she couldn't mention that she was gonna get the role for Raiden, and we—I had to bring that up to her. I was like, you know how hurt I was when, right? Like, like listening to, like when I go back and listen to that episode, I—I I, I remember telling her, like, I, I hope you get a role in Genshin, not just as like a side character. I hope you get the main character. Maybe you can be Nobara in Genshin. Like we—we we were joking about that, right? And then, not even a month or so after she got booked, or she she confirmed her role as Raiden Shogun, as an Archon of all characters. You know, it's like. Holy shit, dude! Like it, it was just really cool to finally like bring that up and, and, and laugh about that with her. More of the story, she has a, like, and you have a really good poker face. Yeah, no, <laughs> she was good. Yeah, I, I was. Oh man, to this day, I'm just like, why? Like, why couldn't we just like get a hint? But it's okay. NDAs got to respect that. Um, yep. And no, uh, and then like across from her was uh, Erica Harlacker. Uh, she had a corner corner table. Um, for those who of you who don't know who she is, she I, I think she's probably one of the best cosplayers or not cosplayers, voice actors in the game right now too. Uh, she has a, a lot of like roles uh, from Shinobu, uh, from Demon Slayer, Violet Evergarden, Sakura from I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, um, Venti, Venti right? from yeah, yeah from Genshin Impact, a, a bunch of good ones. Um, but when I met her, I had to talk to her about I Want to Eat Your Pancreas because that that movie still hits me. Right here, that freaking ending, man. I, I I had to talk to her about that, and then across from her was Robbie Damon, who played the main protagonist in that show too. Uh, I met Robbie at at, at KameaCon already, but then since I had those baseball cards, I was like, you know, screw it. I gotta get I gotta get the Fushiguro card signed, and he signed it. And I talked to him about his role, and I wanted your pancreas too. Um, but yeah, I, I at least I got to talk to him a little bit about that, like just to to tell because I I don't I didn't get to tell Robbie that. At Kamehacon about I want to eat your pancreas. I, I only talked to him about uh, playing Fushiguro and um, my hero and like some uh, some other role. Um, but yeah, it, and, and dude, Robbie Damon's a dude. That, that guy is a pro, man. Well, yeah, 
like just not just his resume but how he carries himself and like we'll get we'll touch up on the panel but man like that that guy he knows what he's doing man um yeah. and then mark <laughs> Witten. we met mark Witten, who was tables right next to erica harlacker which is probably probably my second favorite moment of the entire experience because when we um when we met mark he was he he was just signing signing things and, and not a lot of I, I, there was but when we went there wasn't folks waiting you know so right, we, yeah. we we got to go there a little bit uh after this uh, after this guy got his like a bunch of his stuff signed and then uh, uh that was that was on day two that, was that day two uh, okay that because because we we're waiting in line for bobby to get his uh his um oh his red goku signed his yeah sign. so yeah so on friday did we just walk up to him on friday yeah, we just I, walked I, up to him and then just uh uh you talked to him and um he remembered that he was on the yeah podcast, he, he recognized so. me from the podcast and then uh yeah we just talked about demon slayer about season two and then like what was what was really cool about mark though when we when we spoke with him he, like we, we were we were standing there with him for like a good almost 15 to almost 20 minutes just right, geeking yeah. out about demon slayer and and his other roles and stuff and then like he he, he kind of gave us his thoughts on like on season two like what his thoughts on what like on ren goku's slight uh you know his his yes. minimal scenes in in, in yeah. Demon Slayer, and then like, I think what really kind of like got got me in the feels was when he was talking about how Ren Goku's dad was like, you know, he's like I, I he's like I really wish we got to see more of him, you know, and right, so yeah. and so when he talked about Ren Goku's death affecting Ren Goku's dad, I'm like oh my god, like holy yeah, shit. and and we were, uh, I, I was talking to him, I mentioned that like you know, yeah. um, like how because the the dichotomy of uh Rin Goku's dad and how he was like when he saved those people uh that um uh Rin Goku would save later on um much later on how they looked the same how they acted the same yeah. and then just the dichotomy of that versus how he was near the end of Rin Goku's life he was just like angry and grumpy and just like you know or whatnot and then I, and and I was mentioning that like I thought I was done crying uh, for Rengoku, and then season two hit, as I think episode two or one or two, when like it, his dad reveals that he's taking his death like really, really, really hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after, after like, because he's driving like Tanjiro out and everything like that, and just being yeah. like, being like a, and this part of my French, but he's being an ass. Um, but then you see now why he's is that way because he's he's hurting internally and i really like how they just revealed that um and then you know mark would uh mention too like that's you know what he would uh he was feeling when he was you know when they brought him back on to go through all that and that, it was just a really really good conversation to get like um uh mark's uh perspective on all that because you know he he reprised a role uh, as rengoku and he um gave him so much character you know uh for the for the dub like, so. Even with Ren Goku having like such limited time on the show, like he marked it like the best he could. Like he went all out just to give like the best of his of his acting skills to this character that's barely there for a whole season, mm -hmm. you know. So, um, but yeah, man, shout out to Mark for for even like just talking to us and geeking out with us about Demon Slayer of all things, you know. Because I'm pretty sure that's all a lot of folks talked to him about that weekend too. And besides, like being Kazuha from Genshin, like it's just it just shows, man, like. You don't have to have a big role to have that kind of impact, man. Like, 
We we literally watched the end of Demon Slayer last night, watching the fight with him in Akaza, man. Like, dude, that I, I still can't get over like like how great uh they they wrote uh Ren Goku and Demon Slayer. Like the, the dudes are freaking like overall top ten. Top he's in my top ten of like all time anime characters. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I think I think I, I mentioned too that like it, it was a pretty marketable decision of them to to, <laughs> to kill off Goku because like his merch has just been like killing the market right now. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, he also enlightened me. Um, gave me some information on how he got his uh his prints. So I, I you know, Mark, if you're listening, I really do appreciate the uh the perspective that that you gave um and some of the tips and how like how you would uh, find art. So this, these are probably places where I want to play, put my art if I wanted to get them, you know, spotted. So um, yeah. yeah the, great great information really good. there. Yeah, yeah. That was really good insight that he shared with us. Um, and he wasn't nonchalant about it. He, he, he would actually go into detail and yeah, well, he, he was very nice about everything. It. Like, he, so, he wasn't yeah. like holding it back or he, he didn't like generalize anything. He actually went into like, um, he kind he explained it very well. Like yeah. to, to talk about like you know, how artists are, how they pick artists and stuff like that. So, um, and, and just a slight tangent here, I forgot to mention when we were talking about prints. Um, just a shout <laughs> out to to Kasai here. This is this is who I bought my Kobayashi and excuse me, Kona Super prints from. Um, she had a Isekai Quartet one that was sold out. I'm so mad. I offered to buy the one on display but this, there was a sticker on it so i couldn't get it um and then shout out to uh terry brush i bu- also bought um kobayashi prints and konosuba prints and a spy family print from her um she also she also does like twitch and stuff too so which was really cool uh there was a bunch of artists that we passed out cards to and spoke with um i have a konosuba set over there i forgot Michael, you bought something from him, right? The, the guy that I, sold. I did not. Um, oh, I forgot his. I feel bad. I followed him on Instagram. Let me pull it up. Um, I I bought his Kona Super set because it was only forty bucks for all four. Um, I want to shout him out too because we got to meet him meet him on Sunday and just like talk about his art and all that stuff. He he was giving you pretty good uh, tips too. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Um, I uh, was telling him how like I, I've seen his art um circling you know making the rounds on instagram and then i was watching um another artist uh their stream on twitch and then they raided him and then he was working on some persona art but then i saw that like hey that's the the genshin uh the summer like the beach theme the genshin um oh i found him uh, uh niku underscore senpai yeah 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 senpai so shout out to him he, he had he, his stuff was really cool though like, i liked his style yeah, and then, like you yeah. said, his his Genshin Beach one was really good. Yeah, and then you know I was talking with him like so he has this uh one of uh Kujosa, and um, you know half of her face has is shaded, the other half isn't, but she's squinting in the one where the hard light is coming. I'm like, your attention to detail is like amazing. Um, and then he had the uh, he was telling me it kind of went over my head a little because I was just like I I it's. I didn't realize I've bit off more than I can chew. Uh, but he was talking about the um, the uh, foiling on his prints. So he oh, the persona one? Going into real, yeah, into real detail with that, like more detail than I I, I could handle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he was very, very helpful with um, the information on that. Um, so, yeah, the, thanks uh, for uh, enlightening a uh, aspiring artist. 
Oh, hey, uh, I wanted to shout out that one other artist too that you got the uh, Ranking of Kings one from. Oh, that yeah, was uh, yeah, it's you got to speak to him and his sister. He had two tables at at, uh, at Acon. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that his art. I hated it because like it was near the end, and I'd already spent <laughs> way too much. But I still, I, I wanted to get more. Uh, but I ended up only getting the Ranking of Kings one. His name was uh. Uh, Kehasuk, um, K E H A S U K, um, is that on Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's on Instagram. K-E-H-A-S-U-K, I think. Let me double check. Okay, I found him. I'm literally yeah, yeah. following him right now. Honestly, yeah. so I'm literally following him right now. And I was just like, there were there weren't a lot of Ranking of Kings art there. There were a few, and they were all good. But his, like the I'm looking at it right now, the composition of his, it just it tells the whole. I mean, if you've seen the series, it tells the whole story within that picture. Um, the way it's kind of like pop art, but you know, he didn't miss. He didn't leave anything out. Uh, from this this one poster, and it's just. It's amazing, um, so I'm I'm very. That was probably one of my favorite pieces that that, that I bought of my many twenty some odd prints that I bought. Prints. <laughs> I so. that's why I stay away from Artist Alley, man. Like I, I mentioned it before on the sh on the show, man. Like it's just I I, I love Artist Alley so much that I have to stay away from it. Th this was my first time, like actually being able to. <laughs> have the means and being able to comfortably even though it's a little uncomfortable uh, spend this much <laughs> so um yeah yeah no his other art too because he had he had a samurai champlain one that i wanted and uh oh, yeah, his Tokyo the mob psycho oh yeah mob um, psycho was good which i didn't get because i haven't seen it yet and um i just feel weird to me it's my own it's my own rule um I hate that I, I live by that, but no, his art—it's—it's it's kind of like a pop, pop art style, uh, but still retaining like his own stylization. Um, very tasteful. Go, go check him out. Um, uh, and I'll—I'll I'll, I'll try to have most of the, these links up on the show notes or description. Um, if I don't, you just have to listen and try try to find them. Most of them, most likely, you'll find them on Instagram or on Twitter. Um. But back to the voice actors. But we left off on meeting with Mark, um, <laughs> and then we met. Uh, that was on on Saturday. Like, we met Mark twice, right? So on, on Saturday we also met a uh, Lucian, Lu Lucian or Lucian Dodge. I I, yeah, yeah. I I heard folks call him Lucian, and I heard folks call him Lucian. So I'll, I'm sorry if I butchered your name, but but Lucian is the voice for Akaza and from Demon Slayer and Mahito from Jujutsu Kaisen. And, um, you know, we met him after the panel, which I think we should talk about the panel first, because, like, we met him after the panel. He he got there a little bit later. But what was really cool about that panel was we got second row, which was thank God we went early. Um, mm -hmm. We got second row. Uh, Matthew David Rudd was the surprising guest. He was only there with his kid to just walk around and support. And then, like, Adam MacArthur apparently pulled him up on the, on the Yeah, panel. I just I, I remember because we sat down. I went to the restroom. And got back, and I looked at the stage like that's not that's not Lucian Dodge. And then he told me who he was. I'm like, 
what? Dude, I, when you were in the in the restroom, Bobby was like, "Who is that?" Rick? It's like, "Oh my god, that's Panda from Jujutsu Kaisen!" Like, I, I was geeking out because I, I geeked out. I'm not like the biggest Panda fan, but I geeked out because of the movie. The movie really like brought up those other characters like Maki, Inumaki, or to- Toge, and 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 Panda. Like, you know, the movie really helped highlight them. So, like, after watching the movie and then seeing Matthew David Rudd and, and Xander Mobis in person, like, it it was just really cool to see that they were there. Um, yeah, and, and and you know he was really nice too. Like he was there. Um, I got a picture with him after the panel, which he he didn't hesitate. Um, but the panel overall, that's probably one of the best panels I've been to. That was a, a really really great panel. It was a lot. It was very engaging, very entertaining, and uh, <clears throat> Robbie Damon pretty much just like made sure the crowd was engaged even before the panel started. He was like. You know, now it's like I get to ask you, you questions. So raise your hands, and I'm gonna ask you a question. <laughs> so he he was just he was the the life of that uh, that panel, um, and then uh, you know some of the, the questions were really good, and then um, uh, and then your uh, <laughs> oh oh my question to your them. question oh yeah so for the fans and followers who are watching or listening to this so I I I go up in line and uh, while they because like they they let us do fan questions in there so i like i didn't want to like push through people but if i could i would have <laughs> but i i got there i'm like fourth or fifth in line and i'm like praying to god like please don't take my question please don't take my question cuz like that's the thing i hate about waiting in line cuz what if someone asks your question and then you have to now you're at the microphone like yeah but uh people were asking them yeah people were asking them like you know if you had their powers what would you pick or you know, what's your thoughts on certain, like your favorite, least or your favorite parts of the character? Or what made you like, what made you like your character? Like what part made you like your character? So it was all about the characters. And so when that got to me, I, I was like, you know, this, this isn't towards Matthew David Rudd or Xander because you were both in the movie. But to Robbie, to Anne, to, to Lucian, to, excuse me, to Adam, what was your thoughts on not being in the movie? Because their characters, even though they are some of the main characters in the show, their characters were not in the movie. And so that's when, like, Adam MacArthur just went on this huge, like, rant. You you, about, you, like, you just opened the, the, the floodgates <laughs> on that, so. I was not expecting his answer to be like that, but it was just so funny hearing it from him, of all people. You know, I, I would have never thought that I'd hear hear that you know and he 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 made really good points though but no, it, was, it was very very good points he 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 didn't he didn't uh hold back on the, mm-hmm. his choice words um and I, he, I, I do agree with him too though like i i yeah, wish that no. they would have shown them at the end like how mm-hmm. where gojo goes up to utah at the end like adam like i agree with adam like i wish they had shown yuji or nobara or or megami like not at least a cameo utah or like in the back you know, like you right. see them wandering around the city while Gojo's talking to Utah. So uh, I, I wish that was something, but then, you know, it was just funny hearing Adam like go go about his rant and talk about like his, his high about the movies. Yeah. yeah. And like his jab at My Hero because Robbie was in the My Hero movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was really funny too. He's <laughs> like, but these movies, oh, man. they're not good because they're not canon, you know, like they're just another adventure i'm, I'm paraphrasing here but like you know, he was taking he, he he took a jab at, at my hero <laughs> i am hoping someone recorded that and put that on youtube I, I need to go look for it because it was he, he even mentioned like oh great some people are gonna take this clip out of context now 
Yeah, I, I think I know I know who that the moderator she was um she was live on Instagram, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's still on there, but she did go live. Um I kind of wish that the folks asked Lucian more questions about like Mahito or like something like that. But right, right. He, 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 he showed up in the middle of the of yeah. I guess probably after the halfway mark of, of the um of the panel. Like right right um, before from, the questions. He was right. He was right. there right before the fan questions. Were no, there. actually, he he got there oh, no, after after a few because because yeah. Robbie Dane was like, all right, uh, lightning round. Here here's yeah, all the yeah. questions that's been asked and 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 asked uh, Lucian them. Um, yeah, from from what I heard, he he had some flight uh, um, difficulties uh, getting to um, Dallas for that. So yeah, uh, nothing we can do there. But it was great to to meet Lucian though at, at his table. Um, I'm not gonna explain how we got to meet him at his table. We just we were, we got lucky when we met we, him at his we, table. We were in we we were in line, right? right? Yeah, we 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 got lucky. Um, we got there early, and then I uh, got to meet him in line because his line was long too. And like, what's this is where like again with the lines, it got a little bit confusing because we didn't know if people were in line for Eric Vale or for Xander or for Robbie and for. I think we went back and we asked him, "Is this is this the line for Lucian?" I think they said no. Something like that. Well, Someone we were, said no. There was one line that we thought was for Lucian, and it wasn't because it was for Erica Mendez. Right, right. Erica Mendez had a big line too, and so we went to the next line over, and the the girl in front of us was like, "Yeah, this is for Lucian." So we 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 stayed in line, um, which we got lucky though because like I think after that it was his line got packed, and yeah, so yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just. Yeah, I forgot to mention that Ray Chase was there. Ray Chase, Max Middleman, they were, were there, and their their lines were like constantly busy too. Um, Xander had, I, I thought Xander was going to leave. Like while we were waiting for Lucian's <laughs> line, Xander got up and left. I was like, oh my god, like, Xander, you're not leaving yet, are you? He was, uh, no, I just came back to my table. You know, like he he was really like like really like uh, not smart about it, but he was just really like clever about it. You know, like he, he like I was like, don't leave yet. Like I I I want to meet you after I meet Lucian. He goes, okay. Oh, I'll I'll be here. <laughs> so we got the uh, we got to meet him and take a photo with him too. And we talked about like him playing uh Inumaki and and playing Toto of all characters. And uh, my favorite was finding out that he does the voice for uh Smash Brothers, the the announcer voice. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was great. You know, like I, I was watching Jujutsu Kaisen in English dub last night, and like I hear more of his speaking voice from Toto. So like I thought that was like when I think about it now, like after talking to him, he has a very natural like like low yeah. voice, and so like he doesn't I, and, he doesn't sound like he looks like he sounds. Yeah, and, and, and even yeah. even during the panel, like he uh was talking about like how how they were talking about Kaji Tang being Gojo, and he did his impression of of Gojo. I was like I I, I thought like uh, uh, even though it was for comedic relief, I was like dude, I think you could have been a good Gojo. Like, um, but he, you know he, he was giving a. Uh, he was giving Kaji like the, the you know his his praises to Kaji like no he's like Kaji's good too man like so uh, I, that's the only one I need to meet now um, to get my card signed mm-hmm. and it just so happens that it's from the Formation B scene where Gojo's like telling Megami like we got violin lessons and <laughs> all that stuff I you already know, know what I yeah I already know what I want uh, Kaji Tang to sign on that card uh, but that's for another time but yeah we got to meet Xander get a picture with him. Um, oh no, I forgot. I forgot to bring up this about Lucian. When we spoke with Lucian, we got to talk to him about uh, Akaza and Mahito, mm-hmm. and like he was very engaging too. I hope I can get him on the podcast. But like, I I, I want to have Lucian on the podcast 
because I already had Mark on. I wanted that. I want his perspective since he played the villain in Demon Slayer, man. Like, I I want to hear his thoughts. And like, we got a little bit. We got to hear a little bit of it when he's talking about like, you know, who who would he rather be between Mahito or or uh, Akaza? Um, and I I thought I. I I liked his response that he picked Mahito because Mahito has like a lot more grunge to him. Like he's got all these more animalistic sounds to him versus right, Akaza right. that's just very straightforward. Um, yeah. But I thought I thought meeting Lucian was really fun too. So, um, but yeah, he he was nice. And then we met Laura Straw, Straw, I think that's yeah, their yeah. last name, Laura and Koi Dao. Yeah, yeah and uh, yeah. Koi plays Albedo from Genshin, and then uh, his sprint with the. Uh, uh, Elsa Albedo. Oh, Albedo was... is Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny one. That one stood out to me. I, I wish I could have bought that. I thought that was really funny. But I, I bought a Laura Straw uh, print, the Xinyan one. Uh, I got an autograph from her. So that was a, a really... It was really cool to just talk to her and, and Koi at their mm. table. Because they, they were at Bryce Pappenbrook's table after he left. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and I remember Friday, his line was long too on Friday. It, like it wrapped at the end towards the exit, so Bryce's line was long too. Um, but we didn't we didn't meet him. Uh, I think is that pretty much it for voice actors that we met. Um, besides uh, meeting Anne on Sunday again before we left. <laughs> I, I, I uh, we met um or well, we went and we met uh Matthew David Rudd and uh and um oh yeah Robbie yeah Damon too yeah yeah uh we met Robbie. Briefly though, I only got the yeah, card very side. briefly, and then uh, yeah, but Matt <laughs> and then, Red had a table on Sunday. We got to talk with him, and mm -hmm. like, he had like the pandas with the numbers on it. Bobby bought one, um, and then like what well, someone bought sixty nine. Like that was the first no, one he sold. Oh, right? so, so Bobby wanted a hundred, and the person in front of them got a hundred. And he's like, damn, I just get he got ninety nine. Uh, and I was yeah, like, yeah, you don't yeah. want sixty nine, and then he's like, oh, that was the first to go. I'm like, shocker, <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, that was pretty funny. Like, well, yeah, the thing was... too about what with Matthew David Rudd is that not only is he a voice actor, he's also a crafter. So like, he made those pandas, and then oh, he did. Yeah, he made those. I didn't, I didn't and know then, that. um, if you go back to the Ann Yatko episode on Spoiler Force, he made Ann the hammer and nails that Nobara has. He made that for her. Right. Yeah, that was on. Yeah, that was on. She talked about that on your podcast. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, uh, Anne had that. Uh, the the Momo hammer. I think that was. Oh, I should have. Oh, you should have really copped one, one, man. You should have oh. bought one, dude. And it actually sounded like it too. <laughs> yeah, it had the squeak, and then had Momo's uh, a drawing of Momo Momo's with the uh, the eyes crossed out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, you should have copped one. I, if I had more money, with me, I would have bought one of the Itadori jerseys. That. Oh that, yeah, those those are pretty sick. I, if I didn't have enough money on me to buy one, but. Uh, if I if I did, I would have bought one. Um, let's see. We went to the panels. We talked about the panel. We went to oh, with the LARP. Remember the LARPing? LARPing. Yep. Did you see that? Like when that was. Like, oh yeah, we they, were, they, were, they were going at it before the panel for the JJK panel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was. I mean, we had nothing else to do. We were just like, "There's our entertainment right there." Just like we were, we were betting red versus blue. Just yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we were betting like who would win, and I was like, "Look at like Bobby, your side has uh, Inosuke, man. Like you guys are about to win." <laughs> it was just funny seeing that in person. Yeah. And, uh, what else? What else did we do? I'm trying to think of before we we wrap things up here. Um, we went to the gaming room for a little bit. Gaming room. Yep. And then. Uh, we went to, well, we we went to, to that, uh, Digimon, that Digimon yeah. panel with Belki and Anna. 
we, we went there for we were bit. we were just tired we were really tired at that time you, you oh, yeah by the off. end of that time by that end of that time I, no you know you know why though i was dozing off because i was by the wall right i was i was putting my head against yeah the yeah wall. You, you were against the wall I'm like, and then damn, we were under the ac oh so, like, we were under the ac and i was like just so comfortable i'm like i'm not going i'm about to knock out dude let's go <laughs> no you like, did knock out i had to wake you up and say hey we're, we're leaving <laughs> so <laughs> that i mean that panel was okay i don't know who was uh i don't know who was in charge if, of that if though. if you uh if you, they they actually go into a lot of great uh details and points so if you're a big digimon uh follower and fan they pretty much talk about how they've like retconned it like so many times yeah and they gave it a finally they finally gave it a good ending and they're like nope let's retcon it again and then yeah. um it's funny the they they talked about the uh uh where they censored um was it matt who was hitchhiking oh yeah um, and the, the, the lady picked, tried to pick yeah him up. so apparently in the anime they they missed that part and they just and ty's looking at him he's like see it wasn't that hard but matt's just like matt's his name right yeah yeah, and he's just blushing. blushing, and then they show the the Japanese version, and a girl pulls up in a uh, Corvette, and it's 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 like some milf, and she's like, <laughs> it's like uh, I forgot what she says, um, but she's like trying yeah. to ice Matt to get in yeah. the car, and so that was yeah. So the American version, uh, the English version, they 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 cut that they cut out. that out. Yeah, but like it was just funny because like they, when they're doing like the back and forth camera angles. Like mm -hmm. it's just to tie, then to Matt, then to the kids, and then back to Matt, and then back to Ty, yeah. and then back to Matt. So like, they they had to fill up those though that time frame that they cut out, and mm -hmm. so like it was, and it, there's no context to why just awkward cuts, it. yeah, yeah. So but they they have a they, they I they could tell they had a lot of uh, information and did a lot of research for for that, um, or or maybe they just followed it for um, since the inception of it and how pretty much it was all uh digimon is pretty much created to promote their their uh tamagotchi products yeah. yeah dude i didn't even know that they did the watch like i didn't even know that's an actual thing the fitbit yeah yeah i didn't know that either like it's a digimon thing for your for your watch i did mm. not know that that is freaking crazy for you yep. digimon fanatics uh what else sunday that was mostly Saturday because Saturday is Saturday. most, and then Sunday we after meeting was Sunday we we left. I we well me and Bobby left after we met Stella Chu. Yeah, and then I I pretty much we, left. So what yeah. what did you do after I left though? Like after you you, you got the signatures from Catherine, and was that it? Oh, uh, we kind of walked around for a bit. Um, we met up with um Brandon, which uh was JJ's, uh, JJ's brother. brother. Yeah. Um, and uh, Brandon bought a $200 banner from uh Wallops booth. Uh and this was like it could fit on my entire wall. This thing was massive. And he really wanted this yeah, Dark that Souls was the, one. Yeah, the Dark Souls one. Yeah, the the one front and center at the very top. Um yeah, yeah. and because we went there cuz he wanted to see all the vendors that I um I was telling him that funny thing is cuz Wallop was the first um vendor that i bought from there and it just kind of like it, it opened up you know that it, it broke down any walls money. of like defense <laughs> i had against like you know trying not to spend money uh because i've i've been seeing Wolops art um and following them for quite a while um <laughs> uh but yeah so we went back there i was showing around he's like whoa that's a really good uh dark souls banner and i i stepped away to deal with the shirt 
And when I came back, he's like, I'm going to buy that banner. I was like, is it for sale? And then the uh, person running the booth said that it's a Sunday special because uh, she didn't want to um, pack it up because I think it's massive. So um, we did that. We walked around. Uh, um, he went to the cafe to get a snack. Um, and let me see what else did we do. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, I wasn't there for much longer after you left, and then met with uh, met back up at the Nishi Fest, Nishi Fest booth, and um, uh, got the um, Catherine photos. So yeah. yeah, and I talked with her for a little bit. So she's she's really nice. So, um, yeah, yeah and she so was Ruby that day on Sunday. Oh yeah, I, I didn't even get to see that. I think yeah, I yeah. think it, I I've seen Jenny Belly's uh modern cosplay already because she did that for Nishi Fest. Right, yeah. Catherine's uh Ruby cosplay. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Um but so yeah, yeah, that was it. And that, then that's it. And that, that wrapped back. up Sunday. Um but yeah, man. Um I don't want to leave things on a bad note, but I do want to mention this too. It did kind of suck not seeing the actual artists at certain booths. Um, right. Um, I understand, like, with you know, with COVID going around and, and speaking of COVID as well, um, if you have not gotten tested yet from from this past weekend at Acon, please do. Um, I got tested negative, so I'm in the clear. But even if you feel like you're not sick or don't have symptoms, just do it because people at Acon, um, you know, on their Instagram stories, some people already got COVID. So just mm-hmm. to be on the safe side, you know, always mask up. Bring hand sanitizer, wash your hands at any big convention, not and just yeah, at especially any with big these conventions. other conventions uh, coming up around the the states. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's careful, not even Acon that that got this. There were, there were other conventions already before this that people are are saying that they got COVID. So, yeah, that's why that's why Wolop wasn't there. I think Wolop actually got COVID, um, so uh, he or she uh, couldn't be there. Um, but uh, yeah, and there was there was no such thing as uh, social distancing <laughs> at this event. Um, you're constantly in contact with somebody uh, yeah. walking through there. But on that note, it was a little bit humorous uh, because we would kind of like I, I would go up to in a booth and be like, "Oh, I love your art and how you did all this and this and that," and uh, asking questions like because I'm I want to I'm inquiring as an artist, but they're like, "Oh no, I'm not the artist." I'm like, "Okay, I feel pretty." <laughs> Uh, uneducated right now so no, and um, I, I do want to bring this up to like you mentioned that uh jimbo box or james Gill. He, he had a booth there yeah yeah it, and, it was. but he wasn't there though which thank god he, he wasn't. wasn't there thank god he wasn't there because I, if i had seen him there i would have spent even way more money i just i feel i feel like an asshole because i i didn't recognize the art i i if, i cannot say i'm a fan of his by and not see the art you know i feel bad but yeah in a good way in a way in a good way i feel I'm glad he wasn't there because if I saw him there, I would have recognized him and I would have probably bought a crap ton of prints that I wouldn't even know where to put on my wall. He had a really, really, and this is one of the reasons why I, I went back looking for that booth because there was a spy family one that he did. It was really good. Um, So that, and then I w- walked up there and then I saw the Jinx print and I'm like, holy crap, is this Jimbo box? Uh, <laughs> and then she confirmed like, well, I have spent way too much already and I can't spend anything else. Uh, so I uh, unfortunately didn't buy anything. Yeah, but shout out to James Gill or Jimbo Box. Uh, if you ever watch this, or if anyone who knows him watches this, 
please send him my way so I can have him on the podcast. I'd love to talk to him because his Street Fighter art was probably my favorite thing he's done. Um, other than that, though, I mean, he's done a lot of other great artwork, but his Street Fighter stuff for me is iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess before we do wrap things up here, Michael, I, I do want to say, you know, thank you to again to, to to Akon and to the press team. Thank you to you and Bobby for sticking out with me. You know, I, as hectic i i was hectic at times as well so i you know i thank you guys for for just dealing with me um, can i can i tell some stories of like how how hectic you were and how, how much how like, i don't freaking I, I, like, during the weekend? like no no it's it's not that it's just like you know because i we're, we're there for you so like if and you know you you were on pretty much on call for interviews uh so we're that's why when bobby walked away he made sure i was with you um and then I, we stopped, and I was looking at something, and then I turn around, and you're gone. I'm like, oh. <laughs> crap! Like I can't. It's happened twice. Was like I really, I, I can't, I can't stop for anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I turn around, and I'm frantically looking for you because I'm like, well, what if you get in an interview and you don't have your crew with you to to help you set up? So I'm like looking around, and I find Bobby's like, have you seen Ricky? And then I, I I message you, and you didn't respond. And then he called he called you, and then you called me, and then we found you. And then we we were walking around. I stopped <laughs> to look at something and turn on. Y'all are both gone. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I'll tell you, man. We need to get matching shirts or like something, like a banner or something, so we can find each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, but nonetheless, Ricky, it's 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 a pleasure. It's an honor because number one, we get to come to this event, and number two, I get to support you, my cousin. Um, and I really do believe in uh, spoil the force and what you do. I really love that you're chasing your dream uh, and things that you want to do, and not just kind of like you know, giving up and walking away from it because it's, you know, not what everyone feels like it should be, but you make it what it is for you. Um, so I'm grateful. I'm sure Bobby would say the same. We're grateful that uh, you brought us along with you for the adventure. And honestly, the picture that we took, it, it actually means a lot to me. Um, uh, mainly send, because I'll, I'll it's... <laughs> <laughs> mainly because it's just like, you know, it shows us as a unit and it's just you know, three guys who just enjoy anime and, you know, this type of media. Um, and it just shows us as a unit. We're just sitting there like a, like a, like a crew, you know, this is the yeah. gang. Uh, but also, cause I haven't had a good picture of me taking it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I might. Well, yeah. The only that. bad thing was that you guys had your glasses on. So that, I know the ring light, I, I <laughs> the the ring light was light. reflecting I... off your guys' glasses. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, we, we didn't mention, but the, uh, the cosplay, um, uh, backdrops were there too. And those are actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. They had the school setting and then the, the Japanese styled one. And Bobby wanted to do that one, but I was like, I don't want to sit down for for this picture. I like, think that, I think that you should have been so on low. the yeah, and the one with the clouds. I was no, like, oh, that's perfect for us. No. <laughs> um, no, I, we should have put I like, you I like on the. the um, but for the photo that we took, I think you should have been on the back seat because that's mm. that's the main character, that's the MC spot right there in the back of the uh. classroom against the window. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, just want to do a quick shout out to them. They did a really good job. The props, the lighting, um, but you know, it's it's been uh, my pleasure to um, come along on these adventures with you. So, well, speaking of that as well, we might as well just plug this into. We'll, we'll be at a uh, fan Dallas or fan expo Dallas in like mm-hmm. 
less than two weeks. So two weeks. You know, it'll, uh, yeah, still, it'll still happen. Another adventure will still happen. But that <laughs> one's gonna be oh my god. I don't know. Did, I don't know if JJ sent you the the floor plan, uh-huh. but like it's definitely like spread out. They actually have a section just for the guest and then a section just right, for right. artist alley. I mean, because so. this is this is a more conventional other uh, like K Bailey Hutchison, I think. Uh, it's a much more conventional, uh, conventional convention uh, location because <laughs> it's a uh, um, much more spread out. It's not you know four floors. Um, so hey, I'm looking forward to that. And, and you, I know you've been messaging me like nonstop about all the all your plans, and I'm like, That's, yeah. you, there's there's you, a lot, Ricky. It's uh, yeah. we're here. To well, I mean, I, I don't want to talk about that too much on this episode. But, but right. we are going to do a like how we did with Acom. We are going to do a pre uh pre fan the pre game or something yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna like just get <laughs> that too uh we're, we're just gonna talk about it probably next wednesday or next thursday before we go i've i've, I've put in a request for half a day so hopefully that gets approved because uh trina nishimura is gonna have a panel on friday so she the, she's the voice for uh mikasa from attack on titan but hmm. uh other than that that's the next event that we'll be at, and that is the next episode as well for Spoiler Force. Um, but for now, this is the end of episode 123. So again, make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe. Again, this is just you know our our not a hot take, but this is just our experience on at Acon. Right? So overall, it was great. We did nitpick a little bit. There was a little bit of cons, but that's how all conventions are. There's always something good, something bad. But overall, that that should not blind you or misjudge you or, or misjudge these events like akon was phenomenal would i go back again as press i would honestly i would i would love to go back as press so uh the press team please if you guys hear this or watch this i would love to i would love to do this again um if there's ever like moderator spots open i'd love to try to do that um but you know one, one can dream it was a success yeah, but so, overall, this this con was great. This is probably one of the, the best so. cons I've gone to in a very long time, um, even before COVID. So, uh, a con was great. Um, but yeah, man. So again, make sure you like, share, subscribe to Spoil First Podcast. Um, I'll try to put all the links of the artists that we spoke about on the show notes and uh, the description, so you guys can check them out. If not, find them on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, also follow the or not follow but join the uh, spoiler force discord that's still growing i I haven't been too active on it lately because i've been so caught up with everything else but trust me when when things go go back to normal in the next month or so i will be back on the discord uh you know talking to the the followers there and then also if you feel like you know being a patron as well join the spoiler force patreon uh, there is as of as of this episode, there is one more spot left for a t-shirt, a spoiler force exclusive t-shirt. There's only five spots open. There's one there was five spots, but there's only one spot left. Um you join the level two tier, join that. Um, and then I, I've been giving updates on the shirts. I, I I've been behind a little bit only because of the quality of the shirt. I'm still trying to find a way to print it exactly how I want it. I don't want to just slap on you know the the the, the original soil spoiler first character on there and like here you go here's the shirt i i want something i want it to be like when you wear it that you're a part of you know this is something that's that's it like there's only there's only going to be those five and then maybe a few for like personal like for me for michael for bobby but like 
for for patrons or for, for listeners, there's there's only going to be five. So you're going to be one of five that has that. And then for the other five patrons after that, you'll get an you'll get a limited a uh, spoiler force print and sticker, which is still that's limited. Like that, I'm not I'm not going to redo those or sell those. So um, that's it. There's only like that's it. That's all you'll get for a patron for now. And then as as the community grows, um, I'll try to come up with better things or or do giveaways or something like that because. Again, a lot of this stuff's just a lot of this stuff's coming out of my pocket. So, you know, just bear with me. But if you there's only two tiers, so you can either join level one or level two, either one is fine. You don't have to join at all. If you don't want to join the, the content's still free, all you, all I can ask is for you guys to share. Um, but yeah, you know, just continue to support. Um, make sure you guys uh follow Michael's art page as well. Michael's trying to push out some of his art and then uh yeah, and then there's other great things coming up which I cannot announce yet. But once they are, once I'm allowed to announce it, then it'll be crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, so just follow us for now. And then again, next week, uh, the make sure I get the dates right here. Uh, next week, the 17th will be Fan Expo Dallas, which will be there uh, for all three days. We'll be, you know, again, just like how we did this episode, we'll do that for Fan Expo Dallas. And then, yeah, uh, just stay tuned for the next couple episodes after that. You know, um, just just look out for the Rob McCall episode. I just did one with Maita Vang as well. That's um, that, That's that been recorded. So just keep an eye out for those. And then, yeah, uh, again, thank you guys so much and have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to give a review and rate Spoiler Force Podcast. If you want to get all Spoiler Force updates or even peeks at behind the scenes, you can join the Spoiler Force Discord community. And if you'd like to show support, give tips, recommendations, sponsorships, or any collaborations, you can email me at rickyvang92 at gmail.com.